Should Jaguar fans be angry? Well, go ahead. If that's how you feel, I ain't going to tell you not to do it. I'm going to explain why I feel that way on this episode of Locked on Jaguar. You are Locked on Jaguars, your daily Jacksonville Jaguars podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, good people? Welcome to another edition of Locked On Jaguars. I'm the host of the Locked On Jaguars podcast, Tony Wiggins. And we are here every single day because it's your team every day. And we always thank you for making us your first listen. A quick reminder, we're free to subscribe to on our YouTube page. That is called Locked On Jaguars. Go make sure you hit the bell, hit the like button, and subscribe. Hit the bell so you receive notifications each and every time we drop an episode. And then while you're sitting at your desk in your office or riding around, wherever you happen to listen to those podcasts, make sure you tap in every single day so that you don't miss an episode of Locked on Jaguars because we're here. It's your team every day, like we always say, right? I got to let you know today's show is sponsored by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase, last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. It also would like to shout out to the everydayers for joining us every single day here on Locked on Jaguars. Make sure you join us every single day so you can be considered an everydayer also. All right, Jags lose 31-27 in Cleveland. If you heard the postcast yesterday, uh, we, we kind of talked about what happened during the game. Uh, today on today's show, I may not talk about exactly what happened during the game because the same thing that happened during this game happened the last game and and some of the games before that the jaguars were able to win now they're on the losing end of some games because they're they have been doing losing things for a long time but being able to get away with it and it was masked by the fact before that they were able to get so many turnovers uh with great field position uh yesterday they got uh three turnovers doesn't matter because they turned it over four times themselves um so the turnovers couldn't mask the problems uh, that we all see with this football team and whether somebody on a national level, a former player or anybody else says it, the truth is the truth. Whether you hear it from somebody you like or somebody you don't like. So whether you like me or not, I'm going to tell you the truth today. Uh, We're going to go over the first segment. Is it panic or passion when fans react the way that they have uh, obviously been reacting over the last two days? Uh, It's a hard no for me. It is not panic. Uh, it is passion and you can't turn it off and turn it on whenever you feel like it or whenever it's convenient for your own narrative. Uh, second segment, we're going to take a hard look in the mirror at who this team is. And more importantly, when you look and see who it is, you're going to see who it isn't. And that's uh, something that has to be addressed during the off season. And then we're going to piggyback on the first segment and talk about how soft takes drive me absolutely crazy. And I know I, I'm not one to throw around the word soft or the word sensitive, because I know it's just a gaslighting word, usually uh, trying to piss off somebody who believes they're an alpha male or maybe an alpha male. Doesn't matter. Uh, I'm saying it today. Some of these takes are absolutely blowing my mind that I'm hearing about this team. And the reason why I'm bringing those takes up is because I hope the team doesn't feel the same way. And I hope uh, they can take hard looks, like I said. All right. So first, the panic or passion. Uh, fans panic all the time. Uh, I do it. 
media panics all the time. We do it to, to get headlines and to make people pay attention to, you know, there's something that doesn't have any, not just about podcasting, but I, I remember I was training to be a Sunday school teacher and they talked about your title and the things before you preach a sermon, your title has to draw people in. Sometimes your title can draw people in to the point where you never really deliver on your substance, right? That's not what I believe uh, a lot of people in the media do. I don't do it, but what I want fans to realize is the way you feel about this team is not a mistake. I said last week, and folks who know this, I said last week, here's what you got to do. They're going to tell you, they're going to show you exactly who they are. When they tell you, you're either going to believe it or you're not. You're going, if you love them, and I know you love them, just like you do your kids. When I say them, I'm talking about the Jaguars or whatever team you're, uh, you're supporting. Uh, when we're making these, having these discussions, and right now it is the Jaguars. When you love them, you don't ever want anybody else to say anything bad about them, even though you know it's the truth. I'm a parent of five. I know that, right? I can say it, but you can't. We've seen in the past folks criticize the Jacksonville Jaguars and their players, and the second those players, and we defend them, and then those players, they don't want to be in the organization anymore, and then fans go crazy on those players. I get it, and I know what will happen. You'll wake up. And it'll be next off season and it'll be time to go buy season tickets and get ready for preseason and training camp. And it'll be all is forgotten. Everything is good because you have new optimism and new hope for a new year. That don't have nothing to do with the truth. The truth is, is if you get caught up sitting here telling yourself not to believe that sting you have in your gut, then you're going to set yourself up for letdowns in the future. It that burn needs to hurt. That burn needs to hurt. And it kills me when people tell you not to be angry, not to be upset, not to overreact, not to want to get rid of everybody. Yeah, we can't fire Doug Peterson. And, and well, they actually can, but they shouldn't fire Doug Peterson. And they shouldn't give up on Trevor Lawrence. They shouldn't trade. I saw a tick yesterday. Somebody said, you need to trade Trevor while the iron is hot. Get as many assets as you can and start over. Start over with who? Those same people that are sitting over there running the team now? The, the same people as in the personnel department is that you, you want to give them new resources for them to do the same thing with those resources that they've done uh, up to this point. And what they've done up to this point has been an improvement. But when they got Trevor Lawrence and they hired Doug Peterson a year later, I said, you got to reach for the stuff. When you think you have an elite coach and elite quarterback, this is the time when you really have to bat down and do everything correctly. This is when you need a financial advisor. This is when you need an accountant. Just because you, you know, you have the best of the best, uh, what you think is the best of the best, or that can look eye to eye with the best of the best, that doesn't mean that's when you get loosey-goosey with your money. And I think right now the team is playing loosey-goosey with their money. I honestly do. I think they're thinking that the quarterback and the coach is going to make everything what it's supposed to be instead of it being what it is. And that means you're not good enough, man. You're just not good enough. You're not good enough. You're not going to keep telling me that these guys are good enough and then tell me that they just need to do better. I think the coach and the quarterback even need to do better. You know who pushes a coach and a quarterback? When you surround them with supreme talent and you give them little room for mistakes and you give them little room uh, to be able to point the finger at somebody else for something not going wrong or right. I need I, that's what I that's what Dak, Dak Prescott goes through. And the reason why we haven't gotten to that point with Trevor Lawrence yet is because of the fact 
that he is not surrounded with all of those elite things. And somebody needs to say it. So, no, I don't want your passion to be uh, drowned out or the, the embers, uh, the burning embers in that fire that you have inside of you to be drowned out because people think you're overreacting. It's that slow moving crap that got the Jaguars in this in this in this situation in the first place. And when I say situation, I'm not talking about where they are today. I'm talking about macro where they are and where they have been for a long time and until they win repeatedly and on a regular basis they're still going to be that in the eyes of everyone it's time for them to take a hard look in the mirror and when they see what they see don't you stand there and tell that frog that, that she's a princess she's not if they want to take a hard look and they uh, the, the the Jaguars themselves sound more angry than a lot of media people are telling the fans they should be. You're supposed to be madder than them. Because you're not supposed to understand why this is going this way. But if it's clear to you why things are going so bad, then why can't it be clear to everybody else why things uh, have, have turned and looked this ugly. You realize everyone thought that they were never going to catch the Chiefs for the number one seed, and the Chiefs are now eight and five, just like the Jaguars, and they're missing an opportunity to catch them jokers while they're down and to really take that, that next step. And now you're just putting it on a platter for Miami or Baltimore to go do what Jacksonville should have done because they were in a better position last year at the end of the year. Yeah, you should be angry. It's not panic, it's passion. I'm going to talk about this hard look in the mirror that I believe the Jacksonville Jaguars need to take and they need to believe what they see. We'll talk about all of that stuff in just a second here on Locked on Jaguar. I'd like to let you know today about better help. That's right. Better help is therapy when you need it online. That's right. You don't have to try to figure things out on your own. Most people try to come through their own stuff without getting the assistance and the help that you actually need. I sure needed it recently uh, on a number of occasions and each and every time BetterHelp is always there for me. It's BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P. Now, what you can do for BetterHelp is Go online, visit betterhelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. It's 10% off, man. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. It's BetterHelp, betterhelp.com slash locked on. All right, segment two here on Locked on Jaguars. We're at your team every day, and we thank you for making us your first listen. We talk about a hard look in the mirror and what that's going to do for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Look, I, I, when I say hard look in the mirror, I'm not talking about the players who have already admitted, like Zay Jones yesterday admitted he has to do better. It wasn't his best game. That's great. All of those things are fine. Uh, I'm not saying that those guys don't know they're the ones doing it of course they know how disappointing it is of course they know and they understand that they have to be better in many cases i think a lot of those guys are actually playing as well as they could possibly play that is the problem they're playing as well as they can and that's not good enough against two teams that have backup quarterbacks over the last two weeks 
at a moment when they, the Jaguars, could have and should have been able to take advantage of those teams because of those situations and now be sitting here with home field advantage staring them right in the face. They could have been sitting here at 10-3 and with a home game against Baltimore that they could damn sure win because they beat Baltimore just a year ago. And then Baltimore has to play Miami. And so Baltimore could have actually done the heavy lifting for, for, for the Jaguars and also crash tested, crash test dumbing into the Dolphins and knocked them off too. And the Jaguars even still had would have room to lose another game and end up 13 and four. But the football guys didn't let it happen because I think in this industry, usually, and in this game, you usually get what you deserve. I think you get what you earn. I think you usually get what's coming to you. I think you usually are exactly what your record says you are. The Jaguars are eight and five. They are an eight and five football team. But right now, they're not. They're not. They're not the, the good side of the eight and five because they're eight and three and they lost two in a row to teams with backup quarterbacks. A hard look in the mirror would tell you we are just not as good as we think we are. So does that mean telling Trevor Lawrence, look? You keep throwing the ball to Calvin Ridley with these misunderstandings. Uh, let's let's get this uh, under wraps. It's misunderstood because somebody doesn't know what the hell they're doing. Either you or him or both of y'all. So we need you to stop doing it. Yesterday, they were within scoring range again when they turned the ball over. They lost the game by essentially a field goal, even though it was four points. But it was only four points because they did. They decided they had to go for two. You decide you have to go for two in a game where you see a clear path to tying the game up by not going for two. But you go for two because you realize in order to win, you're going to have to score twice. And, and well, in, in that situation, in order to tie the game, you got to score twice because you're down by 10. They figured, nah, we'll go ahead and try to win it by scoring twice, by going for two and then kicking a field goal. Uh, because there ain't no damn way we're going to be able to get down here again and and be in scoring position for a third time in the next eight and a half minutes. That's what they decided. And you know what? That's a desperate football coach, but it's a desperate football coach doing what a desperate man does. Yeah, he was desperate because he knows his team better than anybody else. And he wanted nothing to do with trying to score three times on that team. Not because they couldn't move the ball, because they obviously could. Just because they can't finish. This team cannot finish when they get in scoring territory. If you go back and look at all of their turnovers and all of their blown opportunities, there was a lot of them that were done when they were already within Brandon McManus's range to kick field goals. They don't do well under the pressure of the goal line. Is that a combination of personnel? Is it a combination of uh, the quarterback at this point in year three? Pressure building up because you're trying hard to get to the next step, but you just don't have the things that you need to get there. I think that's what it is. And that's not deflecting. That's not shifting the responsibility of guys playing better on anybody else. What that is to me is that there's just a hard realization that once teams get film on you and, they, and you heard the talking points, you heard all these dudes, whether they were right or wrong, 
and you know even if it's a lie they're gonna play on that lie as my boy slim charles from the wire said if it's a lie we fight on that lie even if it's not true people believe that trevor ain't gonna go through his progressions because one he ain't gonna have enough time and two because he's used to getting hit so what happens is he's going to start panicking not because he doesn't have the acumen to do it not because he isn't smart enough kids been around football a long time he's been considered the golden child for a long time and you don't do that by accident what's happening is at some point your feet your feet indicate what your mind is thinking i gotta go i gotta move that's not just in football that's in any contemptuous situation where there's a lot of pressure that standing still is going to get you hurt. In Trevor's case, he might absolutely be right. They got to look in the mirror and realize they are just not good enough. They are just not good enough. Go to the real good teams and start counting good players. What number do you get to before you get to just an okay guy? I guarantee you with Jacksonville, you may get to five and you go, okay, he's a little, we, we, we're pushing it now do it it's an exercise and even if it wasn't about individual players this is still about a collective it's about a collective a group of guys that for some reason just don't seem like they got it last week doug Peterson said we, i saw stuff doug was flabbergasted last week and i can't emphasize this enough when he was sitting there saying this is stuff you do in preseason we were doing stuff today we did in preseason or tonight we did in preseason or i expected in week one or week two not this week and that is the point. The point is, is this man doesn't even know when the ball when the ball was dropped. He doesn't even know at what point did did I realize these dudes ain't got it. It caught him by surprise, just like it caught everybody else by surprise. And poor little Tink Tinks. And my 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 point is, I said that because it ain't on them. They just ain't good enough to be doing the things that they're asked to do in those situations. They're not. They're just not good enough. And this whole, well, we got this guy, we got this guy, we don't need a guy at that position. Hogwash. You need too many guys at every single position. I want to talk about that too. I'm going to get on all of that stuff, man, uh, because we have to do it. We, 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 we got to jump on it. Before I tell you about game time, though, I got to let you know that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for your 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. I'll tell you about these soft conversations or these soft points these soft takes that are absolutely driving me crazy about the Jaguars because I don't want y'all listening to them and subscribing to it, man. But I'm going to let you know right now, man, it is. You better hope that the Jaguars don't think the way some of these people are thinking. I'll tell you exactly what I mean in just a second on Locked on Jaguars. All right, I'm going to let you know today about the Game Time app, man. If you're like me, sometimes you want to do things, but you keep procrastinating, people keep procrastinating and then at the last minute you can't find tickets and people say stuff like don't let your lack of planning be my emergency well guess what game time will never tell you that because your lack of planning is exactly what they are built for because they have all-in prices they can show you your total upfront 
so you know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees they got view from the seat so you know what you're buying and then they specialize in getting things done at the last minute they'll take all of the guesswork out of buying tickets and put it all on them and they will deliver i'm telling you man download the game time app create an account and use the code locked on nfl for 20 dollars off your first purchase i'll say it again download the game time app create an account and use the code locked on nfl for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms and conditions apply again create an account and the redeem code is l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n-n-f-l for 20 dollars off All right, running it down here. Third and final segment on Locked On Jaguars. And I'm going to just put a nuke right now to a lot of soft, crazy takes. Be patient. That's 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 the take. It's to be patient. Okay, what are we going to wait for? Be patient for what? As if Jaguar fans haven't been patient for 25 years. What are they being patient for? Uh, another ass whooping because that's what's going to happen if all you're going to do is just sit back and be patient what they're what they're telling you is just go ahead and brace yourself put on some put on some a bubble wrap and just uh brace yourself for for just getting beat up again uh don't be patient patient fan bases are not good for a franchise i like impatience impatience makes the room shake impatience make people make people do things that they shouldn't do the jaguars Fans have been patient. That's why the organization has been overly patient and they've accepted mediocrity for too long. You are too close to breaking through, man. You are too close to breaking through, to getting a new stadium, to having all of these things, everything that they say you need to do to win. I don't want the Jaguars becoming the Texas A&M or the NFL. Like, you got all of this stuff. You got everything that anybody says that you need to win, but you don't. That's not who the Jaguars should be. Duval County isn't like that. The, the people of Jacksonville aren't like that. So why would you sit here and take excuses and want to be patient? Don't overreact. You know, overreaction. The reaction that I'm seeing from a lot of people is the exact reaction that needs to happen. It's dumb football. Guys are, are not on different, not on the same page, whether it's Trevor, whether it's Ridley. I don't care. Does it mean that they're not practicing enough? You can't say it's because of league rules, because uh, every team practices about the same. Um, what is it? Why y'all ain't on the same page? Was it because Trevor was hurt? We've seen Trevor hurt before and not be off. on the same. How come Christian Kirk's on the same page with Trevor and Ridley isn't? Well, if you tell me it's because Kirk's been here longer, I'll tell you. Well, up until the point where Kirk hadn't been here longer, at this by, by the time this point got to last year, which was Kirk's first year, in Jacksonville, they were already on a better page than Ridley and uh, Trevor are now. I saw Christian Kirk's first 13 games. Didn't look anything like yesterday. I saw Zay Jones' first 13 games. Didn't look anything like yesterday. So what is the problem? The problem is, at some point, you're going to have to cut your losses. You're going to pay Calvin Ridley. So what are you going to do? You're going to pay Calvin Ridley less money than you're, than you're paying Christian Kirk. Because I know ain't nobody out there saying that he should get more from the Jaguars, right? Once you re-sign him, your draft capital goes up around. Instead of being a third, I think it turns into a second, okay? So what, 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 what do you do? 
You pay him to be a number two when you already have one? Or are you going to, just because you made a decision that all of us thought was good that didn't work, I respect you more if you cut your losses and went and, and moved on in a different direction. And it's not like people are saying Calvin really can't play. It's not like folks are not saying you're panicking and, and you're letting go and you're quitting on Calvin really. No, it's not. Ain't nobody quitting on Calvin really. We're trying to make a decision of whether or not you should move forward with Calvin Ridley, and that is going to cost you money. It's going to cost you money. It's going to cost you a higher draft pick. What has he shown you other than the fact that you know his name, that he's a decent wide receiver, that should make you want to lose more compensation and pay him more money? Come on, y'all. It's common sense. This is what got this organization in this position in the first place. It's not about showing up every, every blue moon. Anybody can do that. In the NFL, a lot of teams do it all the time. It's just about who can play the best consistently. What, what is your baseline? What is your best? Like Roy Robinson Harris had a real good game a few weeks ago, and, and I lauded him for it. I talked to him about it. I talked, not talked to him, but I spoke about it on here. Mentioned him by name. But he hasn't done that enough to warrant the money that they're paying him. You can't stop the run, but you invested in Roy Robinson Harris, Foley Fadokazi, and Devon Hamilton. And I know Devon is, is dealing with, with, with a lot of stuff. But but you can't stop the run against against anybody as of late. Why? Is it scheme? Is it the scheme that has your pass rushers uh, 10 yards off the line of scrimmage out in the flat? Maybe. Is it coaching? Is it too much club med? Is everybody too happy? Is it, does everybody, all the love and, you know, you go through the new facility, there's like protein bars and snacks everywhere and all of this beautiful. Do we need to put them back in the old locker room? And, and do they, you heard rumors about rats and stuff. Do you only prosper when you're like the underdog or you're like the James Evans of the NFL or the, the good times family? Well, I mean, what, what, can you not play when you have prosperity? Did you miss something in the grind? It's the it, it, to me. It's just the, the bottom line is nobody. What I said yesterday too was okay. Antonio Johnson did well, but don't let that get in the way of the fact that this draft class hasn't produced much of anything other than Anton Harrison. They they haven't gotten. It, it, we haven't even seen guys get a, a, a legit chance to do anything. And folks want to defend the Brenton Strange pick. Go around the league and look at what second round picks have done and tell me and, and show me anything that tells you that Brenton Strange is ever going to be good enough to warrant that selection. And you can do the same thing for Tank Bixby. What happened to him? At some point, they have to ask hard questions and look in the mirror. Those hard questions are this. What you're going to see when you're looking at mirror, you're going to see something that looks a little bit better than it looked before. It has a little more promise. But now you have to also ask yourself this. Are the people who's responsible for helping get this thing to the next level, for doing it, are they the right folks? 
There's been a question about Trent Baalke forever and a pass rush forever. Now, is, is the solution to the pass rush to just – and it's funny. The same people that want to go get Brian Burns or Daniel Hunter are the same people that say stop overreacting. You want to talk about overreaction. You you got Josh Allen, who's almost leading the league in sacks. You got a guy on the other side who is playing really, really well. Didn't show up too much other than Trayvon Walker. But you picked him number one overall, right? Those people, eight months later, or eight months later, like during last year, wanted to go and get another franchise defensive lineman. That plays the same position as both of those guys. And they were going to keep all three and allocate money to, to, to do so. But they're telling y'all not to overreact. I'm not saying you ain't even got to go get Daniel Hunter. And you ain't even got to go get Brian Burns. You can just do better. You can just get you can just get a, a decent third guy that's better than Caleb on Chason, who you've seen over and over and over again, and he ain't going to do nothing. But that's just not who they are. That's not what they want to do. You got to admit the mistakes that you made. Even the promising guys like Andre Sisko aren't playing well anymore. What is going on with this team? There's something bigger. There's going to be staff changes. Well, there's going to be personnel uh, department changes. Doug and Trevor are the two guys that need the most help. Doug and Trevor. That's it. Why is Josh Allen playing on a fifth-year option? If you had that much faith in him, you should have re-signed him last year and gave him a little bit of a discount and get that further away from Trevor's extension. But you didn't, right? And anybody that says, well, he wouldn't have been playing as well had he got his money. He's only playing as well under a fifth-year option. If that's the case, then he ain't deserved the money because you don't want a guy you have to manipulate to play well. I don't have to manipulate y'all to join me here on Locked On Jaguars, and you also don't have to be manipulated to make sure you check out Locked On Sports. 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for your 24-7 covering the largest and the and all of the top sports across of the day across the Locked On Podcast Network with national shows and local experts. Make sure you check it out on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel you guys take care of each other man and we will definitely see you tomorrow here on another edition of locked on jaguars